Hey, this is Lori from Hike, sharing voices from on the trail. Today, I catch up with Rue. We spoke about a month ago, and this time we're going to learn more about what's happening with him today and how he's navigating on the trail during this time of COVID-19. So take a listen to my conversation with Rue and check the show notes for ways to connect with him and also learn about ways to support the American Perimeter Trail Project. So, hey, I'm here with Rue. How are you? Hey, Lori. Hi. It's uh, good to speak with you again. It's been a little while and um, I mean, I'm doing well physically. Um, I think like uh, spiritually I'm doing okay. Uh, I would say, yeah, yeah. Emotionally, I'm going through a lot of the same stuff everyone is right now. So, And so, yeah, yeah, we haven't chatted in a little while. And I think when we chatted last, it was like right around the time, you know, things were kind of popping up of, you know, states starting to close down and uh, trails starting to to recommend closure or, you know, just recommending like the ATC, for example, you know, is recommending that people, you know, get off and, and postpone. So what's happened in that time for you? What what have you been doing? How have you been navigating? Well, it's been kind of like a process of discovery for me, just like anyone else. I mean, uh, it seems like it's been a day-to-day basis um, of getting new information. And uh, I'm real fortunate that Layla, uh, the coordinator of the APT, is um, keeping me abreast of some of the information. But I, I'm not in the 24-hour news cycle just simply because I can't be. Um, you know, I, I just don't have access to that information. So, so I take it day to day as the information comes to me. And I basically, I think shortly after we spoke, I had to make a decision there of, you know, how, how can I take what I know about traditional backpacking and use that to keep myself safe and everyone else safe like what is the best practice here and, and so i i came up with i came up with a philosophy and uh and a, a a methodology behind that okay and then like your loved ones did you have to explain that to them a little in some detail were were they worried um no i mean i think it's been just the opposite where everyone has felt like um, you know, I'm in a situation where I'm thousands of miles away from home. Yeah. Me extracting myself at this point in time actually would probably be more dangerous to myself and anyone that I would come in contact with. So, I mean, in the explanation of what I coined social isolating mm-hmm. instead of social distancing, it's a it's a backpacking philosophy that I came up with. And so, really, it just seems that. At this point in time, uh, most people feel better about my safety with the practices that I'm using. I mean, I mean, truly, like I would have to get on a bus to a cab to a plane to a. I mean, that's a lot of yeah. 
yeah yeah you know like it's trains, like it's trains, actually automobiles times four you know that's right yeah. no that's right and i don't even know what is like available you know yeah. local transportation's all shut down so at this point in time i think everyone that's been following me and and um you know the loved ones understand that extraction is probably a really bad idea at this point in time so um, so, no, I, I haven't had to explain. I haven't had to explain anything. It's a, everyone seems to understand. Um, they, you know what? They know me and they trust me that I'm going to do the right thing for other people and the best that I can for myself. And um, it's really, it's really just beautiful how much uh, support and um, people are really just coming out of the woodwork now to really help me along as I go through this, uh, it's really been a beautiful thing. I think it's important that to stress where you said uh, that you were thinking of, of others as well. Like I, I know in your updates uh, that Layla has been posting, uh, she was made it clear that you are not on the Appalachian trail. Um, so, uh, so that you're not, you know, going against kind of what uh, the, the, um, the guidance has been from the ATC. So how are you trying to find your way when you're having to kind of avoid populated or could be populated trails? Yeah. So, um, uh, this is going to be kind of a long explanation, but I'll <laughs> dive into it here. Um, so I recently came up the Alabama and Georgia Penhody trail, which I had hiked back in, uh, 16 years ago, I guess. And um, I was in contact with the local police, um, state police, uh, the, the local trail clubs, um, and um, some healthcare uh, workers and people in these communities. And just asking, you know, the questions of like, what is going on here? You know, um, is this safe to travel? And overwhelmingly, I got the go ahead from everybody it was the same thing where they were saying we actually think you're keeping us safer by by being out there than than coming in and so i haven't used any trail closures if there was like an issue where i wasn't sure if a park was closed or something like that i've um made a route around it and i will not use any trail closures and i will not use the appalachian trail and I'm not going to go into places where there's been other professionals that have deemed it to be unsafe or a health or risk factor for others. That's not what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not a rebel and I'm not being cavalier about this. What I'm doing is relying on my 20 years of traditional backpacking, you know, not uh, the through hiking component because I, kind of like delineate a little bit between traditional backpacking and more contemporary uh, through hiking. And so basically I came up with this philosophy or a practice rather of social isolating. And it has basically two goals. Um, you could use this practice like <laughs> in a time when there's not a pandemic, but in response to a pandemic, it basically has like two goals and the, the one is to create a solitary backcountry experience. And then the second is to mitigate 
any human contact. And the way that I'm doing that is through, um, you know, I've divided it into soft or interpersonal skills, and then the other component is hard or technical backcountry skills. And the soft skills are just like the ability to be alone for weeks and months at a time. I've already been doing that for a couple months, but this is next level. <laughs> you know, this is really next level. And so like a no electronic devices, like for instance, I didn't use my phone this whole week because I knew we were having this conversation and I wouldn't have enough battery if I, you know, turned on a phone. So uh, because the inability for me to recharge things because I'm not spending time in town and towns and, um, you know, just like fully committed because, you know, if someone wanted to do this right now, like I said, the extraction process might be more dangerous. So if you went out on a trail right now, you would have to be kind of in it to win it um, because the possibility of getting back home may just not be a good option. So it wouldn't be something that like <laughs> you would decide a week later, like, I don't like this <laughs> and then um, have to get out. So. And so you're also being good about like not taking unnecessary risks and, and things like that. Right. Like in your, in your route. Yeah, that's right. So I haven't seen anyone. There's no one out here. So um, my route is I specifically look at maps and find out where <laughs> I can look at it and, and pretty much tell, like, I'm not going to see any people this week. And it works. You just have to, like I said, kind of have that skill set to understand how to um, interpret this stuff. And and you won't see anyone and then like even things small things or not, maybe not small but like for instance on the penhody um there were some shelters well i didn't use any of the shelter areas like i didn't see anyone out there so i didn't really have any concern that there was going to be like people at the shelters or the lean-tos but i just didn't use those areas because because I didn't know. I didn't know if they'd been contaminated or not. Or or like I used to shelter and then people showed up that night and I were all um yeah, you're all in there not together. socially distancing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and so like I'm forgoing laundry, um, showers. I haven't showered in a couple weeks, um, hot meals, uh hitchhiking. So I have to walk to my resupplies. Because part of long distance backpacking usually includes pitching in and out of resupply areas. Um, and then, you know, like the hard skills are like, can you use map and compass? Or have you always, like, if you, if you came up in backpacking and like you use an app and stuff to, to hike, like that's not a possibility for me because I can't keep the batteries charged. And it doesn't matter to me. Like, I've always just used Madden Compass anyways, so that works just fine. But, you know, ability to, like, triangulate on a map or, like, repair your gear or sketch elevation profiles, like, all this different stuff that takes a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of repetition. It's very experiential. It's not something that, like, you want to learn how to do right now <laughs> in this. You know, this is something you, like, learn to do over years. 
And then when the time comes, like when something like a pandemic shows up, then you have these things in your pocket. But essentially, like my process and how it works right now is I don't see anyone the whole week. And then um, I've tried to pick out um, like post offices because um, there's like hundreds of standalone post offices all throughout this country. And um, I try to find like a post office that's not in a populated area. And I basically go there, clean up like as best I can, put on protective gear, like gloves, masks, whole deal. And I go in and I ask for my box and they hand it to me and then I leave. And if what I don't, if what I need is not in that box, then I've made a mistake. Like I haven't communicated that to Layla, so she didn't put it in there. So like maybe my fingernails don't get clipped for another week because I, you know, didn't mention that. You might have to. But there's backcountry skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's backcountry skills how to deal with that. I mean, there's like there's a bunch of uh, like talc. Uh, there's a kind of cord site up here that works pretty well on the nails. So if yes, you know how to. Yes, more hygienic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so you know, I said, I, yeah. So, I mean, I said it was going to be kind of a, a long explanation, but it's, but essentially, it's, it's one-way contact. It's a postal worker pushing a box yes. towards me, and then, and I'm leaving. And I find that acceptable. I mean, I could be wrong, but it, to me, it seems like if I'm not going. I'm checking in with these trail clubs and I don't want to defend myself, but I'm just saying, yeah, you're, you're doing what you, that seems, that seems like acceptable. If you ever felt like iffy about it, you're going to take yourself off trail. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, exactly. I, yeah. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, if I have any concern that um, I will be causing a danger to myself or to others, it's over. It's not, it's not worth that. It, it's just no one's, well-being is is worth that and what are the next like couple of weeks look like like what's where do you do you know like which way you're going or is it kind of more of a you know day by day kind of uh like you said looking at the maps and trying to understand uh what might be open and not it it is kind of more of a day by day like for instance my next package like a week from now i'm not exactly sure where that's getting sent to so I'm having to like, I thought at this point in time, like I made so many decisions since California to get here. And I thought at this point in time, it was going to be a little more straightforward and it just isn't. I mean, I'm making day to day decisions, but this is what I'll tell you. So basically the Appalachian Trail, uh, which I through hiked in uh, 2003, takes kind of like an eastern route up the Appalachians mm-hmm. and I will be taking a westerly route so like for instance the Appalachian Trail doesn't go into Kentucky but the Appalachians do go into Kentucky and so I'll be heading up that that way and then you know when I get when I get to Pennsylvania um, I, I have to make a bunch of hard decisions there And again, it's just like, because at that point in time, I'm not going to take the AT if it's closed. And also the AT kind of like skirts past a bunch of major urban areas like uh, 
kind of Philadelphia and and uh, New York and and I just I mean if they're having so many issues up there I don't want to contribute mm-hmm. to that so well, I will have to make some decisions at that point in time uh, some major route decisions some hard decisions but yeah and I think you I mean you mentioned that you and Layla are kind of in touch with the local trail clubs with you know, people you need to be in touch with to help you make those decisions. That's right. Yeah, I'm not doing this just in a a, a vacuum as far as that goes. And um, I've just really been surprised of how many people have just really just come on come on board. And I I think the reason that I'm getting so much support right now is because I've been thoughtful about this process. You know, I'm not a person who just said, well, I don't care if this is closed or that's closed. I'm just going to, you know, I make my own judgment and decisions. I'm not doing it in just from my own ego or my in a vacuum from my own decision making. I am reaching out and getting information. And like I said, at this point in time, I'm just getting overwhelming feedback um, that this is a very positive thing at this time. And I've had people reach out to me and say, like, you know, we'll, we'll support you. We'll, we'll help you keep going because it's in, um, in such a crisis in such a terrible, I mean, like I said, I'm not being cavalier. There's people losing their lives. This is a very unprecedented time. And um, people reached out and just let me know that this has been something very positive for them, um, why they sequester, you know. So that's what, it wasn't my purpose. <laughs> it's not my intention. You know, I, I'm i working on a trail project. But, yeah, but <laughs> and I, this is a journey, landed, right? <laughs> It's a journey, so you're. Yeah, yeah, you and, got it. Yeah. So it was good to catch up with you this morning, and I definitely look forward to seeing what happens over the next two, three weeks, and and see where you're at, and we can uh, we can have another call and, and kind of uh, just check in and and make sure uh, you're doing okay out there. That'd be great, and I really just appreciate having the conversation because because it's rare <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> 